squared by Silvio P. That's me and E. Marquez. And we do phenomenal ethics. What's up, y'all? P.E. Squared Phenomenal Epics back again. The Byron Cigar or Cigar Lounge, which, uh, as you guys recall, we had an episode um, recorded back last year with the owners of uh, Byron Cigar Lounge and Casa de Monte Cristo. And they've been really uh, nice in letting us back in and recording another episode and since i'm doing some more work uh doing some more activities in the area i will be trying to get silvio out and uh, record some more live or without in a, without using zoom i should say because this is even though we record live and we try to go raw without any edits and just do one take but you know sometimes there's going to be some uh, you know, difference. There's going to be some times where we're going to have to flag and re-edit and stuff like that. But anyway, without further ado, let me go ahead and uh, bring in the man, the myth, the legend, Silvio. What's up, bro? What's, going What's on? up, man? It's like uh, it's like good old times. So <laughs> it's nice to be up and running. No long hiatus. This is what we just do. We we put them out. Hopefully, you stay tuned and. We'll keep trying to get them out to you, so I hope y'all are doing well. Yeah. What, what are we yeah. going to rock and roll on, bro? What are you thinking? What's on the mind today, other well, than these good cigars? Well, we got, um, yeah, we got some good cigars. Like, this is my birthday week, so it's November. Oh, right? yeah, that's right, right. I, so I got to put that in there. You know, I turned Damn. 42 on Saturday, so, you know, I got to have me, I got to have my uh, On Saturday? Cigar. How did you say November 9th is your birthday, and then Saturday? It's my birthday week. Okay, so then your birthday's today. Mm-mm. Didn't he just say November 9th? November, it's November 9th. And in my birthday week, I turned 42 on Saturday. Okay. So, no, I'm looking forward to it, you know. Uh, the one thing that I did that I have that I have noticed is as you get older, as I get older, the bowel movement oh, no, here we tends go. to have a mind of its own. I mean, I got some stories. I'll bring it in later on, but... Can you can you verify that for me? Because you know, the older you get, the bowel movement seems to be like, nah, nah, bro, you 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 can't hold it no more. <laughs> well, let's just say, uh, just say phenoms. I wasn't expecting bowel movement, but uh, since we're going there, let's let's talk bowel. Uh, I don't know, man. I as I've gotten older, it's got nothing to do with getting older it just my, my luck was uh my luck was a little affected by some some different exposure to different things uh as i as i've struggled through but i do think when i've had conversations with people it made me laugh right so i was younger and i would be eating a, a lot of food and living that gym life you know so i was loading up on proteins and eating like sixteen thousand calories in one hour and uh, and then I remember some people saying, you know, you're never going to be eat like that your whole life. And I was like, what do you mean my whole life? I don't plan on eating like this unless I'm at the gym. And so I stopped going to the gym, but guess what I didn't stop doing? I kept eating. <laughs> so I'm going to have to say that uh, it came back to haunt me, people's opinions of this. Uh, uh, and that noise you're hearing right now in the background is about to crack open a little, a little something. 
Uh, no, wait, that's that's the new that's the name of a beer nowadays. A little something, something. We're gonna grab open a little uh, whiskey and, and bourbon. You want drink drink along with us? But uh, so yeah, Boondocks. It's called Boondocks. Yeah, that might be part of the bowel movement issues there. Yeah, you know what? I think it is. You know, uh, so I drink Manhattans, and I, I've I've mastered my own Manhattan. I I say my own because I'm not saying that it's. One of the best for everyone, but it's the best. He's gonna for bottle me. it, y'all. He's gonna bottle it. So, but uh, this Boondocks we got here is what drew my attention was that it's uh, made, distilled, and um, all the fine stuff in Bardstown, Kentucky. And if you guys are bourbon people, you guys know about Bards, Bardstown bourbon. And when I seen that, I said, "Oh yeah, I got a." Uh, all right, for yeah, those of us who've together. never heard of that, though, what, what do you got for us? Give us a quick rundown. What is, what so is that? So, Bardstown, Kentucky is basically, you know, bourbon country. So, you got Buffalo Trace over there. You got Woodford Reserve. You got, uh, uh, well, Jack Daniels is in Tennessee, but you also have uh, Barrel Whiskeys up in there. Uh, I'm missing some other. Oh, a Angel's Envy is also over there. But... Uh, Bardstown, Kentucky is is basically bourbon row and and it's pretty good. This one is aged eight years and it's finished in port barrels, which that's why I'm interested in seeing the taste of it. It's uh, 90 proof and 45% alcohol. So um, for me, when I'm looking for bourbon, anything over 43% is beautiful. And then 90 proof is a little is a little hard, but anything over 100. In my, for me, I don't know if I can mix it because it's really strong and it's potent over the mixer. Ginger ale, Sprite, tonic, uh, anything, any mixer of your choice. But this one is, um, I haven't mixed it yet. I wouldn't know. We got some Sprite here. Maybe I'll taste it with it later. But I'm going to go with on the rocks. That's how I drink my whiskey um, on the rocks. So, well, you know, hold on, hold on. Let shot. me catch you there for a second. So, I remember a couple people reached out and said, hey, man, one of these days, why don't you guys talk about uh, whiskeys and all these drinks that you guys like having? So oh, yeah. we're going we're gonna to spin off of the bowel movement. I know you guys probably were, were titillated about... I'm uh, going to come back. I'm going to come back with some stories, though. No, I'm, I'm sure. That's what, we're going to spin. We're going to spin real quick. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying to... <laughs> Phenoms, hang in there with me. I'm trying to spin him off the bowel, but he's got bowel on the mind. So, all right. So real quick. Uh, school, give us a little bit of that that the uh, the Mexican thought on the bourbons and the whiskeys. Where where should the average consumer be looking? What's the price point you would tell most people? That kind of thing. Where would you point them? Like, let's say, I, here's the setup. Ready? Yeah. You and I just met. We're here for a cigar, and all of a sudden, I start talking with you, and uh, and I say, well, you know, why do you like cigars? And then you would say something to the effect of, you know, I like whiskey or bourbons, or and I, you know, started smoking, and then I liked. So then I would go. Man, that's that's pretty interesting. Do you think I should try a, a bourbon or a whiskey? What would you say? Yeah, bourbon first. Bourbon first, because I'm a bourbon guy. I um, whiskeys. Remember, bourbon is mostly corn, so it's got to be 51% corn to be bourbon. So uh, the other whiskeys are not bad, you know, uh, and rye and the one that's do, done with mash and uh, barley. Those are considered like you know regular whiskeys or American whiskeys and Kentucky and the bourbon. It's got to be made in the United States to be considered bourbon. But um, usually the trap is this: 
There's this company called, I believe it's MGD, MGDP, something like that. Mid, Midwest Grain Production. Yeah, that's, that's your it, show. It's in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. It's in Indiana. So you'll see a lot of bottles, a lot of different companies um, that get their whiskey from this place. Now, they're outsourcing it because they just created their whiskey company. And, you know, they're getting it from this this mid midwest grain and they're good there's some good ones that come there one of the most uh successful ones is bullet bourbon the bullet rye uh the, the bullet rye one it's it's from there and it's been really successful i think uh smoke wagon uh now it's in nevada but they first started with lawrenceburg what do you mean or, chuck wagon is that is that in the puppy section it's or, a really cool looking bottle long smoke wagon smoke wagon yeah so but um but there's some but that's the thing when you look at these bourbon bottles, look to see where it's at. Anything Kentucky, you always got to give it a, a, ch a chance. And the price point, I would I would say, like anywhere from $18, $16 to about $35, you're going to get a good, solid bourbon. And it depends also on Kentucky. All right, like, so hit me up right there, though. Right there, what does that mean? So what should I expect? Like, let's say I've never drank before. Or, or whiskeys or bourbons. What should I expect if I'm gonna right where you are right now? So if I crack open, uh, what you which one are you talking about? The bullet or which one? Uh, you just mentioned bullet it? rye. So let's say you, you tell me bullet rye, uh, and the price point was where I wanted to be. If I crack it open, what do you think I should expect in terms of, you know, so, is it gonna be is it gonna be strong, soft, hard? What? Uh, so you know, there's three palettes. There's three stages of your palate, right? With that bullet rye. Um, the one thing that you're gonna notice is the spice. You might get a spice in in some bourbons that you don't expect. You know, kind of like uh, Cap Captain Morgan rum. When you get that spice, it kind of scratches your throat or gives you the sensation that you can't uh, swallow or it's kind of like stuck. It's coming up with like acid reflux or some heartburn. See, that might be because you just started drinking. It might be like where it's hot going down, you know? And I would always say, throw in a couple ice cubes in that and then let it sit for a little bit and then take a sip. But if you drink, like, these things, you don't really shoot them back. If you take, like, a shot glass size, you, you sip it, wet your, wet your lips. That's your first stage of your palate. Then you'll get your middle and then you get the back end of your palate. Like, I learned this from a couple of guys. Uh, I got to get a shout out to Mark from Galleria. He's taught me a lot when it comes to drinking wines, um, rosé and uh, uh, cabernet, cab, cabernets. So, and in bourbon, it works the same way. So, when you when you look at uh, when you when you look at the like the standings of it, it works the same way. It's just a matter of where does it hit your palate. So, like. Uh, what I was saying, uh, the, 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 the moment of the palate, right? When you're first drinking bourbon, okay, you don't have to buy the most expensive bourbon. I, I feel like a lot of the expensive bourbon is more like a, it's more of like a folk hero thing where... What's the expensive? What you mean by that? Oh, like, anything over like the 60 price? bucks. Anything so it gets up that high? What are you, what's, oh, what's the highest bourbon. you've seen? Oh, oh, I've seen some bourbon like 2000 2500 Okay. But if you go to your liquor store, you can pick up a bourbon for like three, four hundred bucks. 
So we shouldn't start there. I mean, unless you got that, unless you roll like that, but. Oh, unless you roll that way, yeah. But like, like there's Bardstown. What I was talking about, Bardstown, Bur Bardstown Bourbon, is their own distillery. They have their own, and it's down the street from this Boondocks, and they have a fusion with Prisoner Wine. And those bottles, like they don't make them no more. If you find them out and about, now that's a different ball of wax, because those don't those are not made barrel there's another company called barrel bourbon mm. and barrel bourbon they're really high proof they're like 123 120 115 if you mix that with anything you're not gonna get that taste of a of a drink you're gonna get really hard bourbon taste like it's gonna be harsh it's gonna be a strong coke or it's gonna be a strong sprite or strong ginger ale you know and it's kind of like it's not so satisfying. People might like it. You throw some ice in there, whatever. But these 123 proofs, barrel, they go up there because they only make a small amount of batches. Yeah, a small batch. And then that's it. That that particular bottle that was bottled, that particular barrel is done. Now, when we forever. say batch, just a quick recap. If you so, we're we're hitting up at the the novice level. Maybe you drank wine. Maybe you like beer. Maybe you don't like to drink at all. Uh, but we're here hanging out at the at the Byron, and uh, again, mad props to Sam and Mike. Hope you all are still listening. And we have uh, paired the cigars tonight. And this, you know, this uh, this Boondocks right here. This is uh, this isn't bad. This, you know. Oh, you've had it. You've we, had it already without me. Oh, gee, thanks. Well, you know, he was he was talking at first, and and I got a little curious. But uh, so we'll say, you know, salute. Thanks Cheers. for bringing that. But that, you know, if it well, takes you down perfect. that road. It's perfect. Now, sometimes, you know, we're also talking to folks who maybe all don't enjoy cigars. But uh, for those of us who wouldn't pair it with a cigar, what would what would take a, a non-bourbon whiskey drinker uh, who was listening to this show? What do you think would be a nice night to crack it open? Watching the Bulls game? Or? Oh, yeah. Like this right now, drinking it now, you can, you can have this. You can have this right after breakfast and right before you go to sleep. Like that's how good this thing is. And it's on ice. As you can hear, but I'm gonna have it without ice in a minute, uh, just to see if I can get more. But this is refreshing, actually. And to it's me, light. I thought it was kind of light. Yeah, it's light. To me, it's kind of like that. The 45% alcohol is the reason why it's like this, and the proof is 90 proof. So. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, so it's, we got an eight-year-old straight bourbon whiskey finished. Now I believe this barrel. is. Let me see. I got the that's AC. why port barrel. Um. This is actually a $60 bottle. And no, it's $50. So the reason why I bought it was because it's aged eight years with the port barrel finish. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Now the port, it's like, that's the port, that uh, wine, the, the sipping dessert wine from Portugal, usually. It's like tawny port. So you can, you can actually feel that because that's how easy it is. Now, I am getting some spice. I'm getting some late trickle down the back of my palate. So I might have to drink more of it. Like instead of like a, just a sip, just to get like a, just to get more of a drink. Oh. I have a feeling he'll be drinking a whole bottle and then wondering where he no got No way. The, There's no way I can drink Got the bottle. acid reflux going. He'll be like, There's man. There's no way. But it is a good sip. It is a good sipper. It's, it's quality. And it's a good looking bottle too. It's so, like a flask looking that's the, you know, and that's the, that's the other thing. So when when a few folks have asked me along the way that we we hit up a podcast about it, 
that's one of the things I've been saying is drinking and it ties into your point earlier the older you get you get away from the let me get trashed or totally annihilated oh yeah and it should turn into a relaxed enjoying your favorite uh, you know particular alcohols but people like wines and and those kinds of things I actually liked martinis a long time ago but I've enjoyed lately just the pour it in a glass you know neat uh, depending on the weather depending on the mood and you just sip on it. I, I'm more of a tequila, mezcal kind of guy, but this is pretty good. Mm. You know, one thing that's underrated, too, this is not an alcoholic thing. You can pair bourbons with different drinks. Like, I used to do a thing back in the day, um, uh, whiskey and wine Fridays. But you can pair it. So, for example, you would put, like, a just a... Just a uh, an ounce, ounce and a half of bourbon or whiskey or scotch and then you would have your red wine or you can have your white wine but you would have it together so you know you'll sip off of the bourbon and then chill a little bit and then sip off the wine and then if you have guests you're probably sitting there for about an hour two hours and you can have both drinks in front of you there's some that pair really well together uh, this one pairs really well with beer uh, you can have a beer with it, and it doesn't it doesn't affect you. Now again, what happens with you biologically, it might be different. You know, like you know, we we started off the episode uh, famously with the bowel movement. Oh, so, we're gonna we're gonna digest into that in just a moment. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that actually happened. We were not talking about it yet, but it's a great transition. That's actually what I started to find out since you asked earlier. The older I've gotten. I started realizing that I couldn't drink the same kind of beer or certain beers weren't sitting right, certain alcohol wasn't sitting right. So there's a there's a big change, I think, in terms of the grain alcohols that are out there. And uh, and I think that's pretty interesting. I do think, obviously, that's going to affect your bowel uh, and or GI system because, for instance, acid reflux. Yeah, yeah the way, number one. You know, the way it goes down, it definitely starts at the enzymes, to your point, Starts at your lip and then it goes down through those. So, what is it about alcohol that you would say I only like or I'm gravitating towards bourbons or whiskeys? Uh, and then, of course, please tie it into the bowel. I mean, we have to talk about yeah. bowel. Uh, the alcohol thing is about taste, always, first and foremost, is taste. Uh, the other thing, too, you asked earlier about pairing it with a cigar. Now, you might be better with the different cigars because I'm more of a, like a light wrap so what is it i do a maduro no, i don't do a maduros right i do more robustos or the, the the lighter wrap and i feel like that pairs with all bourbons that's one of the reasons why i do it now i'm smoking a uh three year old byron reserve cigar which uh it's one of the reasons why i come here to byron because of their um uh, assortment of byron cigars which are really good I don't know the facts on it, but I know Sam told us about having Cuban uh, roots and Nicaraguan wrap or Honduran wrap. So that that pairs really well. It's a great cigar. And then there's another one that's called the B-52s with what uh, what Byron Cigar Lounge gets. They get like, their, it's, it's almost like a barrel pick for cigars. That's another thing. You'll go to like your local spot. Here in Chicago, it's called Benny's. Benny's is all over the place. They got their barrel picks, which those things get those things get expensive. 
you'll get a barrel pick and they got like 20, 25 bottles and they go for like $200. Like a barrel pick of Maker's Mark and a barrel pick of Bardstown or Buffalo Trace. They got all kinds. And uh, that's pretty cool. But again, there's a whole bunch of collectors. Me, I, I'm not a collector. I'm more of a taster, but I got a shitload of whiskeys at home. And now I'm only drinking... I'm only drinking a George Dickel bottled in bond bourbon when I watch Notre Dame football because they won against Clemson last week and I only drink that. So wait so, a minute, wait a minute. Phenoms, Phenoms, I think this is a newsflash right here. It's breaking news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you mean yeah. to tell me you, you left Michter's? I mean, or what happened to Michter's? Did, did, I love Michter's. I love Michter's. What did it do? I love Michter's. It's just that Notre Dame won while I was drinking that whiskey, so... That's what I'm going to keep. But bottle and bond is another thing. Bottle and bond has to be 100 proof, has to be aged for four years, and it has to be bourbon. And uh, look out. That's another thing you want to read labels because you hear cash strength, bottle and bond. That's not true. That can be true. Cash strength means that it's really strong, like really proof high. But bottle and bond, or, or it's a certain proof, but bottle and bond has to be above 100 it's not going to be too much because it's only four years so you got to really read the labels and understand what cast strength means small batch um uh, small barrel or or uh, uh all these little selects all these little selects or hand-picked I, so yeah, i'm going to wrap this part up for me because i mean i can't wait to hear more bowel connection to this part <laughs> but um and i say that sarcastically we should probably end on a good note but if you're trying to get into, and pun intended with that, but but if you're trying to get into it, reach out to the old Google, uh, kind of get an idea of some of these uh, fancy, trendy names. I don't go that that, that down, deep into the rabbit hole. And I'm always learning. I'm always learning about this stuff. I really, really like it. I just run over to Benny's, and uh, you know, if I saw something that, that caught my eye, uh, I don't drink as often as, as I probably uh, want to, uh, but I do enjoy... Uh, whiskeys as well as bourbons and funny enough uh, I actually got a little more information the other day. I don't remember who I was talking to but I was talking to another fellow cigar uh, wannabe aficionado maybe he is or isn't but I won't say his name so it doesn't matter but he was telling me and reminded me rum is where it started mm-hmm. uh, with the pairing for a good cigar and, and, and you know in the back of my mind I knew that somewhere but I don't really go to rums same soil same yeah, soil, same really water. That's the thing. I don't always like the rum, but... I'm not a rum guy. I mean, I try rum. It's just not strong enough. And that sounds a little weird, but it's just not... It just doesn't hit that hard. Like, I can do a... Like, my, my rum of choice is Don't Coo. And Don't Don Q. So, but they got a reserve. No, they got thank a, you. But the thing is, the proof in it... I mean, it could be like 75, 80. Hey, speaking of Don Coo, uh, you know, happy birthday week but i think uh you know if you're listening i think you're starting to also fire up the coquito no are you still doing coquito I business used to do, i do it for family now but yeah oh, only family. coquito only family. phenoms is basically uh puerto rican eggnog but it's not the same it's got rum in it and um it's a really tasteful drink and just recently i just started to make flavors chocolate and pistachio and orange which is pretty good but uh yeah, coquito is kind of like a frozen. It's kind of like it's kind of like Bailey's, a lot tastier and a lot different consistency. But that creamy 
stuff is like that, but it's coconut flavored uh, seasonal rum, which is really good. I used to do one with whiskey too, which is phenomenal. But anyway, um, I digress. Let's move on. I had a couple questions for you since I didn't, you know, I, I always bring up things uh, just randomly to you. But so recently, uh, we, okay, so today, let's just get this out. You know, this is the, it's not so much the elephant in the room, but maybe the gorilla, maybe the gorilla. I don't know. But the midterms, My pins the midterms and needles over happened there. this week. Oh, yesterday. midterms, midterms. So, you know, there's a lot of people. I love, I love, you know, we, we're, Fox News was in the background here. I love how they try to do this thing where they go on the street and ask people, random people questions. And they did this segment where they only interviewed or they only showed seven people that they interviewed and asked them if they knew the midterms was going on. And I found that to be kind of like, come on, Fox News. It should be like 35, 40, 45 people. There's so many people in New York. How can you only show seven? It's weird. But anyway, what did you, I, I thought it was supposed to be the red wave. I had people telling me that democracy is dead. What do you think, bro? What do you, I mean, what, well, is, your, what is your, I mean, in a snap, let's, let's not to go too long because, you know, we kind of have positive vibes going at midterm. Maybe I'm at, right. I was going to say, you know, this will be a wonderful transition. Let's just leave that as a teaser. I think we'll put out another show a little more specific. That we'll just we'll just hit blanket politics right from the start. But I like that. We got to do an episode. We'll put it out. Uh, and we'll, we'll go into midterms. We'll go into the politics. Maybe, you know, we've been, uh, we constantly kind of circle all this with media and media outlets. And so well, let's tie that in. Let's do it this way. Since you mentioned Notre Dame, you mentioned sports. Uh, let's close the doors here because what's been hot too in this area. And again, the teaser is stay tuned. We're going to hit some politics, but we're in the Chicagoland area. And I mean, I, I hate to say it, but you know, the bears, They've, they've got a little bit of steam. Uh, I just thought I'd throw it out there. Justin, I, I hope you're listening. I really you know, would love for you to be a phenom. But Going to the Bears game Sunday. Yeah, I'll be there. Right. So that's why I thought I'd bring it up, you know, sticking with the birthday theme and all the fun. I think the Bears uh, will continue to be who we who we thought they were, because I love that phrase, but the, <laughs> they, they were who we, they thought we, we were. We let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. But I'm going to say this. I'm not going to let them off the hook. The great. The great green. What else is again? Yeah, no, uh, Coach Green. That's Coach green. that's yeah. as far as I can go with that one. Uh, but late great, right? And uh, so I would say this: as I smoke my Carrillo here at uh, at the Good Byron, the Bears uh, will maybe surprise some people. But I'm going to say Justin will completely continue to not surprise me. I don't think he is worth uh, all the hype. I I do think. He will be doing a good job. And I definitely think, uh, as we've had other podcasts where we kind of dive into this, these moments, I think he'll be better than Trubitsky. Uh, and, you know, well, time will tell. But happy birthday week. Uh, I hope Notre Dame does well. And I'll end it on sports. And then we'll, we'll hopefully put that teaser out for, uh, let's just do, you know what? From the get-go, we always used to say, let's stay away from politics, man. But it's gotten too hot and heavy. Yeah. And it's kind of hard they, to avoid. Not, democracy was attacked. Democracy yeah, was attacked. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, January 6th, we, we stayed away from that. And it's kind of, kind of, you know, maybe not funny, but uh, ironic for us. We, we tried to not go down these, these, these rabbit holes because from the start, <laughs> what drew, if you remember, right, what drew us together was we didn't want to keep hearing all this stuff about politics or COVID yeah. or pandemic. And then all of a sudden, inevitably, 
there we were. Yeah. But well, anyway, what about them bears? Yeah, you I'll know let what? I'll you close it out. Yeah, well, uh, I can say a whole bunch, but I'll tell you this. I called it from the beginning. I've been saying this since the, since Justin Fields was drafted. Um, he's, the, he's the most talented athletic individual that any Chicago team has drafted since Michael Jordan. And athletically, the guy is a genius. And now he's starting to show his football IQ. And he's just a matter of time. And he is the one. He is basically the... I, I feel like this is Michael Vick. And for you sports guys uh, that know Michael Vick, and you non-sports people know Michael Vick because he got, went to prison for dog fighting, for fighting his dogs. But I think he is the uh, Michael Vick with better accuracy, right-handed, and a better work ethic. Now, that's hard because Michael Vick was an extreme workaholic after he got out of prison but um i think justin fields is that and i think he's going to revolutionize the, the the position and i i just think the the guy's a dynamo with all that being said i trust what they're going to do i believe there's there's four four elements number one bears win the super bowl number two justin fields wins an mvp number three they get their stadium built in Arlington Heights. Number four, they sell the ownership, right? I think it's going to happen in this order. Bears are going to win Super Bowl first, within the next couple years, uh, several years. Then Justin Fields is going to win the MVP. Then the stadium will be built, and then ownership would change. So in the next 10 years, I think the Bears are going to do some, some, some revolutionary stuff in, in the sports world. But then... There's a lot of revolutionary things going on. And, and, and phenoms, as you guys know, I'm a baseball guy. So Silvio sits here with a cup shirt on. And I'm telling you, baseball is going to, is going to bring back a lot of fans with the new rules coming out. But I'll tell you this. I'll just finish. And then we'll end this and get to the next episode. Um, the Bears are the Bears are on the rise. The Packers are on the fall. And that's the best thing I can say. You know, I thought I was going to let you close it out. My bad. I tried, Phenom, but tried. But here's the problem. Let's just connect all the dots. Uh, e over here has been been pounding the drinks, so obviously his he's he's speaking he's speaking from the bowels. You know, this has got to be. But all right, you know what? Close it. Close it out with that one. Uh, I'm going to leave it at. We'll see. Time will tell. I think Justin Fields will have. Uh, a lot to sh- a lot to show. He's he's definitely. I'll give you this. I have yet to say number one that I could do it any better. But being a fan, it's easier to you know sit back and be like, well, why doesn't he do this? Why don't we? It's easy to criticize the guy. Uh, but I do think I have to give him uh, the credit for being a talented individual. He made it in the shows. So, phenoms again. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, from my part, uh, I'll let E close it out now for sure. But. Uh, let's just put this in perspective. This is, uh, a, you know, a wonderful show that came from from E's bowels. Uh, he wanted to share that with y'all. And uh, I think some good teasers here are time will tell. And, and thanks for sticking in with us. Uh, I'm going to catch you on the next one. Butts and bourbons, the way, the way we do best. Phenomenal epics, P.E. squared. Thanks for listening.